When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, Ag Direct can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 342. This edition of Moving Iron Podcast is brought to my favorite friends over at Axon Tire. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, Casey. How are you? Doing good. Paige, it is uh, the Ides of March are upon us here. So if you take a look at all the fun stuff going on, is your bracket totally ruined yet? Or are you, uh, you doing okay? Uh, yeah, it's totally ruined. Yesterday after Arizona lost, I was pretty much done for. So... I also have Iowa State winning um, the game that they're playing in right now. But last I looked, it was like 20 to 2. So I don't think that's going very good for me either. But got to get the rally. It's all right. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, it's uh, I don't watch much college basketball uh, throughout the year, but I, I I do a bracket and the guys that live and breathe it. I, I still I seem to be just as competitive as they are. So. Your guess yeah. is mine as, as to who's going to win that that tournament at all. I know. Well, it's fun to do because it really doesn't take any skill. Sometimes no, you can guess doesn't. all the games yeah. and you still beat the people that know all the strategy and have watched the teams all year long. It's no. it's pretty fun. It's red or black, basically, is what you're betting on there. So, Very true. Hey, who do we Very got with true. us today, Paige? 
Yep. So we have Mr. John Kennedy, who is the client advisor of our Southern region. And um, we were just talking to him about how jealous we are of his weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. John's good to see you back, man. You too, Casey. Glad to be with you, man. That's awesome. So down in Louisiana, how's the weather down there right now? Well, you know what? Uh, Mother Nature is, uh, she's going kind of crazy right now. She's, She's a bit hormonal because... We were, uh, last week we were in the eighties, you know, been, been close, you know, mid seventies, upper eighties for the past couple of weeks. And then we had that front come through last night yep. and we're going to be having uh sub sub freezing temperatures this weekend. Yeah. That's uh that's always good. Cause I'm sure you guys down there are probably, some guys are probably flirting with the idea of planting corn and other crops and some probably already have, and some probably already up, I'm sure. Right. Well, that is actually a fact. There was some guys that put corn in the ground. I think it was actually before March 1st. We Mm -hmm. have lots and lots of acreage right now with probably three to four inch stands, lots of acreage. I noticed over this week whenever I was out traveling around seeing people and and then whenever I was talking with folks yesterday, everybody's kind of they're probably pretty much down in the dumps because here it is. Sunday night, we're supposed to be down to 27 degrees, uh, some frost before and after. So it's not looking real good for the corn farmers down here in the South right now. Yeah, it's just, it's, uh, that's such a, depends on how warm the ground is and how long it stays 27. So that's, that's the, that's the key part. So someone told me if it's 28 degrees for four hours, then you have a, you have a pretty good chance of having some pretty significant, significant damage to your crop. So. See what happens. That's part of farming. Every That's time. what I was told. Yeah. That's farming. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, you know, you never know what you're going to get from year to year. So that's for sure. So, well, with planting season upon us, John, this is the one time of the year where I think guys drag the stuff out of the shed, start getting stuff put together. And I think on implements, especially now with the way things are and how big things are and how heavy things are and how fast we're going, just like everything else. There's the implement tire that needs to be addressed, John. So talk about that a little bit and what you see, how you see that evolution of the implement tire uh, evolving here over the last couple of years. Well, you're exactly right. Things have definitely evolved. I would say probably over the course of the past 10, 15 years uh, concerning implement tires. You know, we were talking earlier, there were the old just standard bias ply that looked like an airplane tire, mm-hmm. which you get, which are still available today. Yep. Uh, for the for the for the smaller equipment, but um, yes, it hasn't evolved. You know, everybody is very compaction conscious now, and there are lots of brands of tires out there that cater to people who want to decrease their compaction. Right. They're, they're going to pay. They're going to pay more for it, but mm-hmm. you know, in the end, the dividend should pay off because you know they're decreasing their compaction and their. Uh, their yield rate should go up. Yep. And one thing too that you're seeing with some of these, especially on these planters of size, you're starting to see um, air supply systems put into them where you can regulate the, the the air pressure, whether you're going down the road or in the field or where you're at. And that's where that IF and VF technology starts coming in on, on the uh, uh, implement tire side. Talk about that a little bit, what you see there. Well, I mean, personally, I have not seen any of those air systems on implements. 
Mm-hmm. You know, most of the equipment that I do look at is generally the row crop machines. Uh, I have probably seen one at a at a farm show and maybe not known what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting to the the air systems, I have seen several machines with aftermarket setups on them to do just that. You know, yeah. you're able to increase your air pressure, decrease your air pressure from within the cab. However, you know, whenever I stop and talk to these guys, in fact, when our crew was up in Des Moines a couple of months back, we were up there for the farm show there and actually went by and was looking at a system these guys were advertising that was on a machine. And uh, it was really nice setup, looked to be very durable. However, the <laughs> coming from the, the tire side, there's one thing missing in that equation, and that is a scale system on these machines. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, honestly, if you don't know what your axle weight is on these machines, you have no idea where your air pressure needs to be. Right. And and I believe that is probably something that one of the major equipment manufacturers will eventually come up with. Because you're, it's merely a crapshoot. You know, if anybody can tell you where the air pressure uh, needs to be on any axle of the tractor or even the planter or or a uh, implement, if they can tell you where their air pressure needs to be, uh, I want to know where they got that crystal ball at. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're, they're using some very broad-based assumptions about absolutely what yeah because I mean seriously guys if you don't if you don't know axle weight you have no idea where your air pressure is supposed to be it's it is a mere assumption yep so looking at some of these uh, I've seen some of these um on special on some of these bigger planners looking at some of these almost they look like uh like a truck tire you know a wide truck tire and but they have implement uh tread on them and they uh they're made for high speed transport and everything else. And they got, you can, like I said, you got the IF technology in there with them and the, uh, they're, they're expensive. They're really expensive to, to get them. But I think when you're looking at, you know, a 60 foot planner, uh, 35, 40 foot planner, you start looking at some of these bigger implements, um, especially with the weight that we're pulling with these things. I don't know if they have enough tires on them to, to compensate for for the weight that you see there, but I guess John, talk about the brands that you carry and with some of the technology wrapped up inside those tires. Well, the main Alliance and Firestone probably are the two main brands that we do carry mm-hmm. as far as large implement tires. Firestone has I'm, I'm pretty familiar with the the Firestone Destination implement line. Uh, Back before I even came on board with Axon, whenever I was working for Bridgestone, that was something that they were pushing back in the the birth of the IF and VF technology. And you're right. It's pretty much a, a semi-truck tire with an implement tread on it. And it is built to carry the weight and handle the speeds that some of these guys run up and down the road with. And again, it has the technology, you know, as long as you know what kind of weight you're dealing with, it has... It has the technology to be able to let that air pressure down, grow your footprint to keep the compaction rate down. Yeah. The technology is definitely there. Absolutely. And it's the same concept as, as the same IF or VF tire that you would see on your, your four-wheel drive or your combine or whatever it is. It's the same concept. It's just Absolutely. in a smaller package. Um, that's that's the 
that's the cool thing about that those tires is that they're same exact technology just on a way smaller scale and it's they do a lot of really neat things like you just talked about i mean you can really do a lot of cool stuff with that all right let's let's bounce back here a little bit and talk about what's happening in your area down in the southeast so i love talking about you know getting local with the people that are that are on here so when you're looking at you guys had an incredible what you know amount of moisture come through and you guys had a bunch of that how is that shaping up what's your field conditions look like um how was winter you know what's it look like now let's, let's talk about that a little bit well i'll tell you what <laughs> these farmers here in my immediate area here in louisiana they've had a tough road to hoe even even back in harvest season man we probably lost i would estimate at least 75 percent of the bean crop in the in the south due to being too wet mm-hmm it just it just rained and rained and rained they couldn't get out in the field and you know it was pretty disastrous they lost a lot of money this past year uh lost lost some cotton you know we we you know some of the cotton went underwater and it killed the plant so you know coming into this year into planting season those guys heads were hanging pretty low and then here it is you know we got a stand of corn having cold weather come in this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it's, it's pretty tough on these guys here in Louisiana. However, uh, there are some other regions down here in the South, like in South Texas, uh, South Texas, West Texas, all the way up into the panhandle, even in Oklahoma, those guys are begging for rain. Yeah. Um, they're, they, I think they're probably going, they're, they're hitting record, r- record length of time without having any moisture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the guys there in Oklahoma uh, growing wheatage, uh, wheat, hay, they 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 didn't make a crop last year. They're, they're predicted to m- not make a crop this year unless, you know, they have a drastic turnaround. Uh, so, yes, it can go from one extreme to the other, either being too wet, too cold, too dry. Um, I did talk to some guys couple of guys from South Carolina this morning, you know, they're getting ready to plant. I think they're just waiting on it to dry up a little bit their way. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's regions that are begging, begging for stuff that is, you know, pretty much a curse on us right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in the same boat out where I'm at too, where it's, you know, it's really dry, but we've had a lot of snow and moisture and stuff. So hopefully knock on wood, we can just, we can elevate to a drought and not to some other, heightened version of that but it's uh th- things are plugging along things are looking good um we got some more moisture in the forecast so we'll see what happens but it's uh the one thing about a drought cycle when you're in it it's <clears throat> it can never end soon enough and typically when you come out of a drought cycle you go into a very wet cycle so knock on wood we don't have one extreme to the other so ho- hopefully we can keep that keep that moving the way it's supposed to be john as you take a look right now um we are going through you know, we're almost headed into the uh, where are headed into the second quarter here, and March or April's almost here, right upon us here. Looking at this first quarter of the year and looking at that second quarter of the year, what are some of the things you're paying attention to that maybe you weren't paying to planning to pay attention to this time last year? I'm thinking the tire replacement market is going to increase. You know, mm-hmm. these machine, these newer machines are just slow coming in. Yeah. Therefore, the guys. 
the tr their trade machines that they were going to be trading in, they're running them longer. And, you know, some of them ordered machines that may not even get here. So they're stuck running those machines another year. So I do see the tire replacement market picking up. Uh, I was talking to some guys at some dealerships over the course of the past couple of weeks, and we were just talking about parts, you know, the parts counter. Mm -hmm. You know, guys are going to be running machines a little bit longer and things are going to break. So therefore, it's going to it's going to help the dealerships at the parts level. So just adjusting to having to run these machines a little bit longer. Uh, that's what I see. Um, what's tough for these guys, you, you know, it's supply chain price increases and uh, um, interest rate hikes, man. Yep. Everybody, everybody's hurting from that. So, you know, it's everybody I talked to said, if you thought last year was crazy, just wait till this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, it happened a little bit. It's starting to, we're seeing a few things, you know, same, you know, same dance, maybe just a little bit of a different song to some, some extent, but, you know, looking at supply, we're starting to see things kind of loosen up a little bit, but it's still a long ways to go before it's back to any kind of normal. Are you seeing a similar thing when you guys look at your supply and, and talking to your suppliers and those kind of things? Well, you know what? We're actually very fortunate because on the, on the uh, tire and wheel, you know, hardware aftermarket side, we really haven't had that big of an issue getting product. Some of the suppliers have actually bumped up their minimum orders, which can be a problem for, you know, some of us, you know, we're, we're sitting on pretty good inventory already. And if we, we have a couple of, you know, specific items that we need to order, you know, if it's, if, if it used to be a minimum of 24 on an order and now they want to go to 48, you know, you just, you, you kind of have to weigh the, weigh out your options on what you need to do. So availability, I believe, is actually there. The dynamic has changed on numbers, minimum orders. Um, yeah, the supply chain's great. You know, there's just a few things. You know, we're having to roll with the punches on a few things, but I don't think there's anything that a, a customer would need that we can't supply. I do know that the aftermarket ag track side is still very, very short. That's tough. I get guys calling me all the time wanting replacement belts for certain machines. And I tell them, guys, you know, we we do have a small selection of belts, but there's a lot of people that we're just having to leave disappointed because they just can't get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh we we run into that a lot. We're looking at tracks. And the thing about a track is that a tire you can you can patch and get by you know what i mean if it's really bad but a track when it goes bad it goes bad and there's not, there's no way around that and and guide block issues and those kind of all that stuff starts playing that and that's just a it's a cascading effect of disaster real quick and unfortunately um we've had some machines that just sat there because we can't get we cannot get belts no matter at any kind it used to be you could find a belt anywhere you wanted to go because there was everybody had a belt and now you can't find any and it's just a it's definitely a, a struggle that we're trying to figure out for sure and you're definitely right man uh when a track machine's down is down yeah you know that's the one thing about a, a tired machine uh you can you could actually go out to the old scrap pile and find one that's round and black and can barely hold air but you can mount that burger up on a wheel and you can get by 
Right. You can't do that with a tractor. No. Unfortunately, no, you can't. There's not enough uh, come alongs and straps to make that work. So you're going to have to <laughs> have to have to run that there till you figure it out. Definitely do that. Um, last thing here, John, as you look out into um, your planning season right now, the guys you've talked to. I mean, I know you had some you had some rough stops, but you know you cover a big area. Where do you feel like the most optimism is, and where do you feel like um, you know the most struggle is right now? I believe the cotton market is still going to be pretty strong. Yeah. Um, Texas, Oklahoma, they they <laughs> they just did not make a crop, but you know that was due to Mother Nature. Sure. It was just too dry. Yep. The ones that were irrigated, even the guys here in the South that that did make a crop, they had another record year on cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the grain market is holding its own, uh, but I still say for I don't know for some odd reason that that uh, cotton is probably going to be the strongest crop this year. Yeah, it seems like that shaping up that way. We'll see what happens. You know, the whole China reopening um their economies back up after being shut down from uh uh whatever it was COVID nineteen. They they're uh, a lot of that stuff's gonna a lot of stuff's gonna head that way. So we'll see what happens and and uh we'll uh we'll see where that goes. But there's a lot of other things out there in the world right now too that are throwing some monkey wrenches out there. So we'll wait and see what happens in twenty three to see how it all shapes out. In case before before we get done here today there's something that that just came to mind earlier when we were talking about air yep. pressure and compaction and just guys until we we have the technology to be able to weigh and determine air pressure from within the cab the best thing you can do is find a set of scales locally it be it at a at one of your local um one of your local farm shops your you're um, anywhere where there's a set of scales. If you have access to a, a set of scales like what a semi would drive up to at a at a grain or bin yard, mm-hmm. if you have access to a set of scales, weigh your equipment. The main thing is, you know, I've seen some guys, I think it was up in Arkansas, every one of their implements, they had a tongue weight and an axle weight written. They took a sharpier whatever can of spray paint and they painted it on the frame of their implement. So whenever they hooked up to the tractor, they knew how to adjust their air pressure, even the grain bins. Mm -hmm. I mean, the grain carts, they knew what an empty grain cart weighed and they kind of would know, which, you know, that's a cyclic, cyclic operation on air pressure, but even just a tractor in general, if you want to know what your axle weight is on a bare tractor, you know, run that axle up on a set rear axle up on a set of scales and and find out what the weight is and and do that th- same thing for the front. Yeah. You know, there are some shade tree ways of coming up with weights of your machinery and your implements so you can adjust and and optimize your air pressure to what it needs to be. Yeah. The technology will get there to where it makes it a lot easier. But until then, you just like I said, you have to kind of use the shade, shade tree method of uh achieving those numbers yep yeah i think that's the uh tires are expensive right now and uh they're not going to go down in price uh so getting the most out of your tire longevity wise and performance wise is, is of the most important so 
good. That's a good, uh, good suggestion there, John. Good one. So, well, John, I, I love talking with you, man. Anything else you want to make sure people know about before we jump over to page here? No, if anybody has any questions, again, I cover the Southeast, Texas, Oklahoma to the East Coast. So any of, if you're in any of those nine Southeastern states, feel free to reach out to me. Phone number is 515-204-7170 or by email at john.kennedy at axontire.com. Right on. All right, Paige, it's my favorite part of the Mine of the too. Podcast. So how, how uh, what, what are we giving away this month? Yep. So this month we're doing something a little bit different um, to enter our monthly giveaway. All you have to do is go follow our Axon Tire and Wheel uh, page on LinkedIn and you'll be entered into a drawing for a Yeti cooler. Oh, wow. Look at that. And I know it's, I mean, it's the real deal. It's one of those hardcover Yeti coolers. You can sit on it. Um, it was one that we had last year. We were doing a giveaway for it at the Moving Iron Summit, Casey. Uh, I remember that one. Yep. Yeah, which speaking of, if you haven't signed up for the Moving Iron Summit this fall, you should definitely do that. Um, but yeah, Yeti Cooler. So go follow our page on LinkedIn and you will be entered into a giveaway to win this Yeti Cooler that is branded with all kinds of Axon things. Um, and if you do already follow us, then you're automatically entered to win. But if you don't follow us, then you better go do that. That's awesome. There you go. Well, no matter what happens, if you don't win the Yeti Cooler, you can win $50. From the yes. folks at Axon Tire, because if you saw one of the first 150 people to sign up for the Moving Iron Summit, you get a $50 discount from our folks over at Axon. So I appreciate that from you guys as well. And Casey, that um, this giveaway is going until April 28th, I believe. So you can follow us up until April 28th and after. Please follow us after too. Um, but April 28th, and then we will reach out to whoever wins on social media. So Awesome. Check that out. So go to LinkedIn, go to Axon Tire. It's, it's at, at Axon Tire, right? That's that's your LinkedIn handle, yep. right? Yep. So check that out and get signed up there and you get yourself a, a free Yeti cooler if you're lucky enough to get one. They're pretty buy- cool. You gonna ice it down with some silver bullets too? If they win, <laughs> maybe it'll be a surprise. Some adult beverages, <laughs> right on, right on. I don't know if the post office would let us do that, but we can sure try. That'd be heavy. That'd be that. That cost. It would be heavy. All right. Well, Paige, folks want to reach out to you, get more information about what's going on over Axe, and what's the best way to do that. Yep, you can reach out to me at page s i e c h at axontire.com. Right on. And John, one more time with your contact info. Uh, Phone number is 515-204-7170 or john.kennedy, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y at axontire.com. Right on. Well, guys, I really appreciate this partnership and I hope you have a great St. Patrick's Day. Thanks for having us, Casey. Thank you, Casey. Thanks for having us, buddy. Appreciate it. I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast while you're signing up to follow Paige and, and the rest of the folks over there at Axon. Go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast and check out the video version of this over at the YouTube channel, Moving Iron Podcast. Uh, more information about the Moving Iron Summit, go to movingironllc.com. Click on the upper right-hand corner where you see Moving Iron Summit and all the information is there. Or you can send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast.com. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Paige and John. Let's move smart, folks. Out. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. 
Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving on.